From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for July 1st, 2009 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Kathy Whirling, Corey Martin, Teresa Eccles, and John the Genius Magi. Yay! <laughs> Yay. Oh. Um, Julie Martin and Kevin Close are not with us this week. They'll be back with us again next week. In our show this week, we're going to talk about the new Wishes Dessert Party over at the Magic Kingdom. We'll also have a report on the new Pirates League. And John Magi has a report on the updated Hall of Presidents. All, it's like an all-Magic Kingdom show, yeah. apparently. Uh, all that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Uh, well, welcome to the show, everybody. Sorry it's going up late. We had some stormage going on yesterday. I'm really hoping the weather cooperates with us today. Uh, but uh, this is life in Florida in the summer, and when you have this much equipment that could be blown up by lightning, you just don't take any chances. So I apologize for that, but this show will go up. As soon as I'm good and ready to put it up. <laughs> um, in housekeeping this week, uh, I want to say a very special thank you to Tracy. I'm 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 hoping I'm pronouncing your name right, Kozinek or Kozinek, who sent a lovely care package from Down Under uh, for Walter and I. Walter, what's in there? We have two um, things of craft craft Vegemite. Which we have not tried yet. They're, they're tubes of. Are you sure tubes. it's not Vegemite toothpaste? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pete will have to tell you how, what that tastes like. We have the Australian slang dictionary, a very cute Aussie gentleman mouse pad, a double DVD map set of Australia from okay. National Geographic. Hold it up so we can see it. Yeah, he's. And talk into the microphone so people can hear you. A thing on Perth, a book on Perth, Australia, and a, a book, The Panoramic Journey Through Australia. Very, uh-huh. very cool. With all this stuff, you don't need to go now. That's what uh, I was thinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that, that's it. <laughs> Vacation in a box. I got jealous when I watched Priscilla, Queen of the Desert this week. Oh, I've been, I've watched it twice. Did you watch it? I've watched it twice. It's yeah. a funny movie. <laughs> Too bad there's so little from it I can quote on the show. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, if you if you watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Great movie. Make sure the kids are not in the room. Okay? Watch it after the kids go to bed. It's really not appropriate yeah. for Yeah. We were watching it one time when Stella came through, and she saw the big shoe, and she's like, oh, I want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> you cannot watch this. Um, what else do we have in house? Uh, thank you very much for that, Tracy. That's really cool. I look forward to meeting you uh, when I'm down in, uh, uh, down in Australia. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, can't wait. Either. Can't wait. We are so, 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 so excited. About this trip, I'm just yeah. I'm excited about being left here with John. You don't sound excited. <laughs> yeah, really, she doesn't, does she? What else do we have in housekeeping? We have tons of stuff came to the mailbox this week, and I want to share that with everybody. Hang on one second. I'm going to pass this around, Teresa. You can start. Big box of goodies. Oh, it's chocolate. Do I have to keep passing? From Simone and Rachel Tucker. Aussie Daisy and young Aussie Nurse. Oh, more Australian people. More Australian stuff. Yay. Wow. Yay. So Australian goodies. Wow. 
Now, yeah, I need our I need our Aussie listeners to come come out of hiding because uh, I'd like to try and set up a meet down in Sydney sometime during the week of like the fourteenth of September uh, while we're down there. But I just don't know how many Aussie listeners we have. So, well, if you're interested in, a, in attending a meet the week of the fourteenth in Sydney. Uh, send me an email po- at, the, uh, at the podcast uh, account, podcast at www.info.com. We also received a very oh, nice box of goodies from Michelle Goldstein. Okay, why do these Cadbury's have rodents they're, on them? They're Australian rodents. Oh. <laughs> they're probably not even rodents. They're Kangaroo chocolate. They're dingo berries. <laughs> <laughs> Mish19, Michelle Goldstein oh, sent us really a really nice. nice box of stuff from the Baked Oh, Shop. and since this is Australian stuff, I claim it in my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bizarre. This is really nice stuff. These are cookies Little and bags of marshmallows. Stuff. Oh God, you know, people, I'm trying to lose some weight. You're killing me here. Passes around. Okay, I got more coming. Vanilla marshmallows. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we also have a really uh, nice box of stuff from uh, B. Robeson. On the boards, her name is Jackie. She's hey, really, Jackie. She's a really good friend of the podcast. A uh, whole bunch of uh, British candies Chocolate. and chocolates and stuff. There's a really nice note in it. Teresa, do you want to read this note? Sure. Is this Jackie's handwriting? No. Um, to the podcast team, especially Kevin, who's not here. Too bad he's going to miss the chocolate. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that was already opened at home, by the oh, way. Oh, okay. <laughs> and missed it. Thank you, Kevin, for mentioning me on the podcast. I really should go on the cruise. Seeing you is all like chocolate, the proximity. I bought you some British chocolate with my pocket money. I hope you all enjoy it. The flakes are the best. And the Toberones are especially for Julie. She's not here either. (laughs) Well, too bad. They're losing a home. Sorry, Julie. I already took one. (laughs) Your baby is awesome. Oh, I hope you enjoy good old British chocolate. Continue to give us the best podcast ever. And it's got a little picture of Mickey Mouse. And it says, I love the Diz Unplugged from Molly and Jackie Robson. Oh, that's, that's really nice. sweet. That's nice. Sure, it is sweet. You. Box of chocolates. Jackie making her daughter buy us chocolate with her I know, allowance. Does she buy the haggis too, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> no, she made the haggis. <laughs> a lot of it is stuff we've seen, Cadbury stuff, but there's yeah. some really interesting things in there. There's some, Cadbury, there's some Cadbury stuff in there? No. There is. No there's plain Cadbury <laughs> chocolate. We've got one that Walter, Walter already ate. ate. <laughs> then there's green and black. God, he like... Organic. Oh, I, I thought he ate like half the bar. Star Bar, Love Hearts, Jelly Tots. Just so everybody knows, I check the uh, the post office box that this stuff comes into and I open it because I'm always afraid something's going to be perishable. So I need to yeah. email Jack- Jackie mm-hmm. and get a list of what was actually in here before you, you brought it. You need an inventory. <laughs> get an inventory. Yeah, really. When you send chocolate to John, you really should follow it up with an inventory list of the podcast account <laughs> so we can all compare what you sent and what we actually got. This curly whirly looks good. Milk chocolate with caramel center. Looks good. Mm. Thanks. Thank that you is very good. much. A whisper. Mm-hmm. Aerated with milk chocolate. And what's uh, what's little girl's name? Molly. Well, thank you very much, Molly, for sending us these. And Jackie, it's very, very sweet. We really appreciate it. And we received (laughs) a really nice postcard from Megan and Brendan. And they are both in Cyprus. Oh, my goodness. I thought that was very cool. Wow. So thank you, everybody. Are they visiting Cyprus? Yes, I think they were on vacation and they thought it was on vacation. Wow. Very cool. Again, thank you, everybody, for thinking of us. 
Very nice. Is that Brenda and Benson or Brendan and Benson? Brenda. Not sure if it's a, you know. Can't read the handwriting. They must be serial killers too, right, Teresa? (laughs) I'm not the one that said that. I I believe that was you. Well, now it's attributed to you. Oh, Lord. All right, anything else for housekeeping this week? Well, I think it's our shortest housekeeping in months. I'm done. Anybody else? Anything? Anything? No. All right. Let's get started with the news then, our first news story. During these difficult times for tourism in Central Florida, Universal Orlando is having trouble getting their new roller coaster off the ground. The announcement was made in March of 2008 that Universal Orlando was preparing to build Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket, a groundbreaking thrill ride, which would include rider-chosen music and the ability for riders to create a video of their experience once it was over. An early estimate suggested the attraction would open in spring of this year, but as of yet, there is no opening date. Sources suggest the delays stem from an issue with the new anti-rollback system designed in an attempt to soften the sounds created by preventing the cars from coasting back down the ride's 90-degree ascent. It's a 90-degree angle. That's this awesome. thing goes up. Dang. Uh, allegedly, the new system was unsuccessful with the coaster's cars and a standard rollback system was installed. Universal Orlando would seem to benefit greatly from opening the new thrill ride. SeaWorld Orlando recently premiered the innovative new Manta roller coaster to rave reviews. Despite the fact that its construction was announced after Universal Orlando announced the coming of Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. While no one in the tourism industry, whether visitor or employee, wants a thrill ride open prematurely, Universal must be frustrated that these that this flight keeps getting grounded. Uh, it's uh, I'm really surprised it hasn't opened yet. I'm really surprised they needed they needed a summer blockbuster basically, and uh, it looks like it's not going to make it. If it's not going to make it for the Fourth of July weekend, I doubt seriously this thing's going to open. Uh, much before September. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'd Wasn't be surprised. Wasn't Memorial Day they were supposed to open? They Well, I mean, it, originally it was spring of 2009. Then they said late spring, early summer. And now it's, we're not sure yet. So the cars roll back? Well, without- no. If there's a, there's a, when, you know, when, with any roller coaster system, when you're going up that initial incline, there's a system called an anti-rollback system that keeps the cars from ever sliding backwards. Good. It's a safety feature. Uh, apparently, the one they had tried a new system, a new anti-rollback system with this, that you know wouldn't make that clicking, clicking noise it was, as it was going up, and didn't work with the cars that they had designed for the ride, so they had to go with a standard one. Uh, so, they're uh, obviously. I mean, this is. I mean, they from the time they announced it, it was clear this was going to be very innovative. This was not going to be your standard roller coaster. They were going to do some really groundbreaking stuff with this. So sometimes when you do that, it takes longer to get these things get these things launched. I just hope they they get it launched. I want, like you know, as the article points out, we want it launched safely. We don't want anything yeah. opened up before it's ready. So, you know, at least Universal isn't doing something stupid. I prefer they release it with an element of danger. Yeah. <laughs> That's the car that rolls backwards. So let's hope that gets opened soon. Uh, next news story, a 77,000-square-foot museum about Walt Disney, the man, not the company, will open on October 1st in San Francisco. Richard Benfield, executive director of the museum, said, quote, it's our turn to tell his story 
to narrate the life of someone whose name is often confused with a brand, end quote. One of the forces behind the project is Diane Disney Miller, Walt's oldest daughter. Miller thought the Presidio, a national park with a military history, would be a perfect place to house the museum. Specifically, it will take over a restored historic army barracks with views of the Golden Gate Bridge. There will be ten galleries holding family memories, drawings, audio recordings, and even the small train that Walt used to have in his backyard. A movie theater will be used to show classic Disney films and as a spot to hold seminars. Admission will be $20 for adults and free for children under the age of six. That's not bad. No, yeah. not at all. Not at all. And, uh, you know, we had uh, one of our listeners has called in a couple of times and uh, who, who's working there, who's part of the team that's putting this together. And as he said on his last voicemail, this is uh, Di- Diane Miller, is, uh, Disney Miller, is uh, sparing no expense at that, all in putting this together. That is such a pretty area, too. So. Is it? Yeah. It looks out on the water, and it's like a old-style army base. I'm trying to think of the movie that Sean Connery was in. that chose The Rock? A, it, was, it took oh, place at the Presidio, and I can't remember what the name of the movie is, but it's oh. just so pretty out there. I don't know. I don't know. No, that's the only movie I can think of that would have been in that area. Cool. So, now, here's a, this is going to be a mini rant. Um, And this doesn't really have to do with Disney per se, but you've heard me talk about Mears Transportation. And this story should be entitled, Mears Proves Once Again That Their Tagline Should Be, We Hire Scumbags. Amir's taxi driver is accused of throwing a handicapped 81-year-old man out of his cab, allegedly leaving him lying on the ground in 97-degree heat. This according to a story in Saturday's Orlando Sentinel. The 81-year-old man, Charles Brooks, was waiting for a cab after his regular dialysis treatment when the cab took over an hour to reach him, and irate Brooks scolded the driver telling him, you messed up, except he didn't use the word messed up. He used another expletive that I can't use here. Uh, There is an ordinance in Orlando that gives any taxi driver the right to remove a passenger from their car, quoting the ordinance, if the driver has reason to believe the passenger or passengers may cause bodily injury to him or her, or the passengers become unruly, rowdy, or cause physical damage to the vehicle or the driver, end quote. Mr. Brooks claimed that when the driver told him to leave the car, he stepped out, lost his footing, and fell on the ground. Then, according to the story, the driver opened the trunk and threw uh, Mr. Brooks' walker far enough away where the man couldn't reach it. He was found a half hour later by an off-duty postal worker lying on the ground with the walker several feet away. Now, according to the driver, Mr. Brooks was standing up with his walker when the driver pulled away. Mears claims that they have had no other complaints against this driver in the two years he's been driving for them. A spokesman for Mears claims that the driver had called the dispatcher and reported that Mr. Brooks was being belligerent and verbally abusive and using profanity. What he did not mention to the dispatcher was that Mr. Brooks was 90 or 81 years old and needed a walker. Brooks uh, contacted the Orange County Sheriff's Office after he tried contacting Mears, not unsuccessfully. A sheriff's deputy was dispatched to take a report, but they advised Mr. Brooks that no law was broken, and there was nothing that he could do from a legal, from a, uh, from a police standpoint. Uh, now, as I said, I know this has nothing to do with Disney, but 
Since Mears is the official transportation company of Walt Disney World, I really think it's time to shine a light on the two different Mears that exist in this town. There's the Mears that picks you up at the airport in the Magical Express buses, which are clean with professional and courteous drivers. And then there's the Mears if you go downstairs to the taxi stand and get a taxi. There's the other Mears that hires anything, any smelly, belligerent idiot with a pulse and a filthy car that will rent yeah that will rent that car from them exactly yeah. there is app i'm telling you in my opinion and in my experience no standards are applied to the employment of their drivers or the condition of their cars same company though same company same company, well, same company. and the problem with mirrors is that if you go into the phone book and you look for taxis in orlando you'll see several different companies listed but They're most right. of them if not all of them are owned by mirrors yeah Wow. Mears pretty much has the monopoly in this town, and this is why their service sucks. This is why you can usually not get somebody on the phone with Mears, and when you do, they're usually attitude-ridden and nasty. The drivers, I have not come across one polite professional driver in one of their cabs, not once. Didn't you have a dishonest driver at one time that said, can oh, you yeah. tell my uh, supervisor that I'm bringing you here instead of here? So they can get paid more for the fare, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Now, you know, and... and, and Let's talk about dishonest, or not dishonest, but just rip-off. A cab from Orlando International Airport to my house, which is maybe a total of, what, 10 blocks? Maybe 10, maybe, 12 blocks? Yeah. If that, yeah. Is $26. Is that what we had to your house, Walt? There was, was even more going to his house. Oh, going yeah. To my house. Yeah, but when we left the airport, I almost got out twice. I started to just say, pull this thing over. Because he almost hit the bus and he almost hit the car. Yeah. And he was just driving crazy. I started to say, pull over. I'll walk back I and get someone I just had my else. eyes shut as my body was slamming against the door. Like, it was, it was scary last time we were in one. It is. It, it's. And, you know, I just. I wanted to talk about it because, you know, really and truly, this company. This, uh, how they're still in business, I don't know. How they are still in business, I don't know. It is. They're disreputable. They are unreliable. They hire scumbags. They have a fleet of scumbags in a fleet of crappy cars. And that's what Mears is. And it just, you know what? And if they lost the Disney contract, they'd be screwed. Mm -hmm. They'd be screwed. And I pray, I pray that one day they do. Of course, you know, like I said, they make sure those buses and those drivers are top notch because they cannot run the risk of losing that Disney contract. They have no such standards on the other side when you use their cabs, their taxi service, or even their town car service, for that matter. You'd think it'd, it'd be this, they'd want the same, no. so the name would stay. They have a, mono- they have a pretty much a monopoly yeah, in this do. town. They don't yeah. have to. They don't have to do customer service. They don't have to worry about whether or not uh, you know, uh, their, their, their cars are in good shape or their drivers are professional. They don't have to worry about it because they've got the monopoly. Well, they, Pretty much. They said in the morning paper that Mears apologized and they offered the gentleman free transportation for the rest of his life. Now, if you were that man, would you? If I was 81 going to dialysis all the time, I probably would jump all over it, I would think. Now, Are they going to send their, their best, you know, driver now? Well, you know, the only reason Mears did that, in my opinion, was because this article appeared oh, in the A, in the A mm-hmm. section of the Orlando Sentinel. <laughs> mm-hmm. This wasn't buried in the paper. This was in the A section of the Orlando Sentinel. And you know what? Good for the Orlando Sentinel for shining a light on this. 
good for them. You don't hear me compliment the Orlando Sentinel too often. But I do have to say, especially more lately, their coverage of the theme parks and stories like this uh, really are, you know, they're doing, some, they're doing what they're supposed to do for a local hometown newspaper. Mm-hmm. Shine light on situations like this so that people know, you know what, they, you know, the, and of course the story itself doesn't take uh, tact one way or the other in favor of the uh, the eighty one year old man or Mears. It presents the story. I'm putting my editorial spin on it, based on my personal experience with Mears, which has been horrible. I don't have one good experience. I have I don't use them a lot. You know, in a pinch, I've had to use them two or three times, three times, and each one of those three occasions were just like the last. And I, you know, it's. It's terrible. There, it's an awful company. It's just an awful company. Did he bodily grab the man? And no, get him no, out? no, 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 no. You say he tripped to get out or fell. Or he, right. He lost his foot in getting out of the car and fell. And you know, according to the eighty-one-year-old man, the driver took the walker out of the trunk and threw it where the guy couldn't get it. And you know what? Mears is going to deny it, but I can absolutely see one of their drivers doing that. It is mm-hmm. just not at all outside the realm. Of, of possibility that one of their drivers would absolutely... These drivers are scumbags. They're nasty. They're belligerent. They're, I'm sorry. They're scumbags. This is what Mears hires. Mears is the lo- finds the lowest common denominator in this town and says, oh, you're my driver. So, you know, maybe at some point Mears might want to think about, I don't know, exacting some kind of standards on their drivers and the cars. Maybe inspect the cars once in a while. Say to yourself, what kind of cars are my, are, my, are, my, are my customers getting into? What do they smell like? What do they look like? What does it feel like to drive in them? Do, you know, are people like taking their lives into their hands? I would definitely suggest people coming to Orlando International Airport. If you're thinking about taking a cab um, to, to Disney, think twice, really. And the cost it, of it, you, you, it's, cheaper, it's cheaper or at least the same price to take a town car from another, a town car company. And even a town car company, don't... don't just settle for Mears Town Cars. I, it, you're much better off um, going with one of the local. Um, yeah, we're not going to push anybody. No, no, we're not. But you know, it's if you want to go with a corporation like this. I yeah, don't. I, I just really have to advise people. In my opinion, not a company that deserves to have your business, your money, uh, or your support. Uh, and stories like this, to me, just kind of. Shine a light on that. So that's why I wanted to bring it up because I know that people uh, people will on occasion call cabs when they're here in town. And again, if you need a cab, if you have no choice, Mirrors really is the only game in town. So you're kind of stuck. But if you end up in that situation, at least you're going forewarned, knowing what to expect. So, all right, that is going to do it for the news this week. We're going to move on to the weather. Um, we are still, you know, we're, we're in the summer months, so expect rain every day, uh, usually in the afternoons. Uh, this next week is looking like it's going to be particularly wet, uh, pretty much a solid 40% chance of rain every day uh, through Friday of next week. Fourth uh, of July, if you're going to be in town, is calling for scattered thunderstorms, uh, highs uh, in the upper 80s to low 90s. Uh, lows in the evenings really oh god only going down to like 76 77 
we have this really weird tropical wave over us at the moment. So it's been cloudy all day yeah. and raining on and off all day, not our typical summer weather. But that's why it's not been in the hundreds. Yeah, and you know what? I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. But, uh, yeah, the weather has been, uh, it's been rainy. It's been rainy and gray, kind of reminding me of New Jersey. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, like Pennsylvania. It reminds me a lot of of the Northeast. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. I don't want to get inundated <laughs> with emails. I it's love. Beautiful here. I'm a proud Jersey boy. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing bad about Jersey. I'm just saying that, you know, the weather up there, especially in the winter, you know, cold, gray, and rainy is pretty much the order of the day. So, um, whenever I see like a lot of gray skies, it just kind of reminds me of that. But. Actually, uh, they're in a really bad storm cycle for some reason my dad said it's been raining pretty much every day yeah all my summer. brother was saying that what, the second wet- wettest uh, june on history or something like that really yeah wow. it's rained a lot for us or for them for them yeah yeah so our friends in our friends in new jersey we feel your pain we feel your pain all right that'll do it for the weather we're going to move on to rapid fire and who would like to go first me she raises her hand well you get your attention over here. You're in my uh, line of sight, dear. Okay. You can't not have my attention. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a little thing about Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Uh, this year's theme is Ripped from the Silver Screen. I so have got to get her music bed together. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. And this year, Chucky's coming. Oh, and I love scary. this little thing they wrote. A Child's Plaything, Hardly. By now, his name is familiar as his twisted face and his history of deranged demonic acts. His stories have been told in the movies, but now for the first boom, time chicka, anywhere, boom, boom, he crawls boom, chicka, off the boom, silver boom, screen boom. into your life. So anyway, Chucky Saw and the Wolfman. I like it. Hmm. I'd, I'd rather have a full-size creepy man coming at me than, than Chucky. Little doll. I don't want to hire Chucky. Are they going to hire scary. a little person to like, run around oh, as God, Chucky? I hope or? not. I hope not. Oh, that'd be twisted. Probably so. so that'd be pretty twisted. I bet you they do. I bet you we can get your daughter a job. Probably. Oh, my God. Isn't that, I mean, <laughs> yeah. look at the picture. I hate Chucky. Yeah. I read an article that said they're working on a new saw technology for the, uh, what do they call the people on the street who scare people? The streetmosphere people? That's supposedly supposed to be very, very realistic. Like they're coming at you with real saws. Oh God! Auditions open um, in two weeks for this. I yeah, they're right. trying out. Well, I don't know. I don't Bride know. of Chucky. Bride of Chucky. Oh yeah, <laughs> Chucky. I'm going to dress on your knees. I'm going to dress Ferris up as Chucky this year. I'm going to let Julie oh, go. Oh, to the mall. No. I'm going to let her go to the mall and she comes back. You are, <laughs> you are not doing that to that child. <laughs> Leah added the story about this to to our news area, and I went in behind her and I put the photo of Chucky in there, and she went back in to make an edit, and she sent me an email. She goes, "You need to warn me when you add photos <laughs> like this." I went and I was scared to death. But he's, he's advertising. creepy. Little doll. Coming at you. And speaking of Leah, Leah Zanola, our new senior uh, content editor, she has been doing a bang up job. I agree, she has. She has really been doing fantastic, keeping things, uh, keeping things rolling. Um, really, we're really happy. She's uh, she's part of the team. So cool. Well, thank you very much for that, Teresa. Sure. Corey, Ma- Corey Patrick Martin. Corey Patrick Martin. Uh, we mentioned this a few shows ago about the premium seating at the water parks. Well, it's it's now available to book by calling 407-WDW-PLAY. And with this, you get a premium spot. It includes an attendant, private lockers, all-day drink mugs, cooler uh, with bottled water and comfortable lounge furniture, tables, and uh, rental towels. This is $250 plus tax for the full day. 
So for those of you who want to jump on this real fast. The high can, rollers who want to go you can, to the water parks. You can book this. It's available at Blizzard and Typhoon Lagoon. Each park has four spaces available. And I also want to put another plug in for our Twitter page, uh, twitter.com forward slash the Diz, twitter.com forward slash Diz Unplugged. And we also have a Facebook page. Go join that. Oh, I'm glad you brought up Facebook. I want to let everybody know that next week's show we're going to be doing another Facebook-to-Facebook segment. Cool. So uh, we will announce details of when you can start uh, submitting your questions on Facebook, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Pete Warner. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but that will be next, next week's show. So. And how many, um, how many Facebook people do we have for the Diz now? It's like over 13,000. Wow. At, oh. at right now, we have 13,240. And I am just shy of my 1,000th friend. Really? Yeah. So excited. I have a thousand friends I've never met before. It's kind of creepy. In the best possible way. It's fun. I'm enjoying Facebook. Yeah, it is good. Mm -hmm. I like it. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but it's been fun. I enjoy it. It's like having all my. So let me see here. I have a Facebook page. Walter has a Facebook page. Kathy has a Facebook page. Corey has a Facebook page. Teresa has a Facebook page. The cheese stands alone. <laughs> Come on, John. You have to get a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Page. I have to. I'll get right on that. <laughs> no, really. You'd enjoy it. What's, Walter, what's the diagnosis for like, antisocial behavior? What do they call that? I don't know. In a way, if I'm on vacation, I use it a lot. If I'm at home, I'm not doing anything worth writing about. You know what I mean? So it was nice while we were on vacation. but Well, you could talk about your new beard. Is he getting married? <laughs> <laughs> oh, not that kind of beard. <laughs> All right, for our straight listeners who don't understand that reverence, when a gay man has a straight woman friend that he takes with him to pass a straight, they call her the beard. Um, uh, okay. So, gay lesson for the week. That's your, that's a, that's your gay 101 for this week. Really, note to self. Wow, I know that. You didn't know that? Note to self. So, you're out with a girl. So if I take you someplace because I, I'm a beard. I, if I take you someplace because I don't, I want to appear straight. You you're referred to as the beard, like my beard. Like if you guy grows a beard, he's more masculine. So oh, okay, okay, I get it. So That's bizarre. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's a term. Bizarre. Boy, that if a joke requires that, that much explanation. explanation. <laughs> How good was it? I don't know. <laughs> did you get it, Kathy, when you first said it? Yeah, I did. I actually had heard that. Before. Oh well, fine, Corey. Did you get it? <laughs> okay, good. No, that no. one. Corey, totally those things are lost on Corey. I didn't get it. I was like, oh, he's turning you red. Why is he blushing? I'm drinking a whole bottle of Red Bull right oh. now. Oh, good. So your <laughs> blood pressure's sky high, yeah. and your head's Walter, gonna... you didn't get it. No, I had not heard that term before. You hadn't. You, wow. You haven't oh, heard wow. that term. I, I didn't know what you were talking about. I was like, mm-hmm. what? All right. Anywho. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what else doesn't he know? <laughs> oh, I find out more there. every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, was that a Corey? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it ended a long time ago, actually. Anything more for your, for your rapid fire? All right. Thank you very much, Corey. Kathy. Camp Kidani is located at Animal Kingdom Lodge, and they're going to start accepting reservations again. I hadn't heard of this before, but apparently it was quite popular. It's um, a thing that children can – it's a two-hour program. 
that they do little campy things at Animal Kingdom. Put on drag shows? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you did at camp? Okay, go ahead. Campy. And and we do have details about it up on the um, website, but you call 407-WDW-DINE to arrange for this one, and they're dropped off at um, the Community Hall at Kadani Village. Or Kadani, I was corrected yesterday when I called. I was just going to do that. So it's like a day camp? Or just a two-hour thing? Two for hour children, hour. Teresa, for children. For children. Okay. She has children, Pete. I have she children. has children. And it happens seven days a week. Cool. Is it scheduled? Is it every couple of hours? Or is it once a day? Do you know? If I remember correctly, the lady said it was in the evening. But there may be other times, too. Cool. Well, thank you very much, Kathy. Husband, the Tomorrowland Noodle Station is now reopened for lunch and dinner. Dinner will feature the normal Asian noodle menu. Lunch from 1230 to 4 p.m. will feature American fast food items such as chicken nuggets and burgers. The menu will also include a Brazilian dish, fachoda. If that's incorrect, I'm sorry, my uh, Portuguese is not what it used to be. Which is a stew of beans. What, what, beans what did it pork. used to be? <laughs> <laughs> I used to be fluent. Uh. Um. <laughs> sorry, I had to ask. It just, my job as the host is to ask the obvious question. So, <laughs> The noodle station is open to everyone, but it's expected to be particularly popular among the Brazilian tour groups. So watch out. I'm not reading at the noodle station. Now, let's hold on a second. Hold on a second. We have to say something here about the Brazilian tour groups. Yes, there was a time when they were really out of control. But I have to tell you, in recent years, I have seen them. They have been incredibly well behaved. I just meant the sheer numbers. When they have a oh, group, well, I thought you were talking about. Oh no, no, you know, no! When they have a group, they're huge. Mm-hmm. They are. But I, I got to say, I don't know what no, Disney and the tour companies have done. Obviously, something's been done in the last few years to really kind of rein it in. Because there was a time where it was, I mean, they were like like wild running through the parks and my cutting underst- in line. My understanding is that there's a, um, I don't know if it's Disney representative or tour guide representative that actually speaks with them ahead of time and talks to them about American customs, quote unquote. Hmm. What's proper line etiquette? What's proper... Hygiene, let's say things like that. So people are talking. Oh, what were time. they doing before? They would tell the story of what happened when you were working at the Caribbean Beach. I don't remember. Well, you the, came home and we'll told to me the story that, that they uh, that they 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 had to, they had to throw a whole bunch of them out of the hotel because they had like gone to the bathroom in the ice bucket and they well, trashed the rooms. I was, the, and, I was IT for Caribbean Beach, so I must have been heard this from a. a or the cleaning people, I don't remember it. Now, last time we were at the Polynesian, the guy was talking about this one. A Brazilian girl was going swimming, and she had something else to do. So she went to the shower, but she took her bathing suit off because she was taking a shower. She was going to get dressed and go somewhere else. And she didn't think anything about it, but they had to tell her, you know, you really can't walk around naked in the yeah. U.S. We, we they, they do wear next to nothing. I remember at Blizzard Beach, a uh, period in the summer, we used to call it Brazil Beach because the whole park was just filled with them. And, yeah, they... There are no cult- tro- cultural no. differences. Right, there yeah. are big cultural differences. And that we, you know, we don't want to pass judgment on people and saying you're wrong because they're different from our culture. But at some point, well, let's be honest. I mean, our culture is very prudish. I mean, we're yeah, yeah, very yeah. prudish. I, I'm with the Brazilian girl myself. Is that your beard? 
<laughs> if you need to take a sh- if she's just taking a shower, going to change. You know what's the big deal? But whatever. I well, know. that's because I'm less modest think, than those. Right? Yeah, you you'd be walking around without any clothes on. La 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 la. So wait, they have one dish that's Brazilian. That's the way I took it. I guess they must love this dish, though. <laughs> Strange. Strange. So, all right. Well, thank you very much for that, Walter. I'm just hijacking everybody's uh, <laughs> rapid fire. So let me see what I can do with yours. Go ahead, John. Sure, mine will be easy. I have two, actually. My first one is um, Dorlando Sentinel actually is reporting that former Disney Cruise Line president Tom McAlpin has been hired as the top executive at Residency Limited. Are you familiar with Residency? Oh, those are the, uh, the, the you live on the ship. Right. Mm-hmm. This is the ship that goes all around the world, and you actually buy a stateroom as your house or condo that would be too cool and um that would be he's going to start july 20th and it's the ship is called the world and it features 165 private residences some of which are still available for sale for resale and the ship is scheduled to visit more than 25 countries this year how much are the bad boys running yeah i'm wondering how much they cost i don't have any information on pricing but there's actually um i think travel channel has a whole special on it it's fascinating people it was just on was it like just last, last, was it? last week or two weeks ago? You know, if you have to ask the price, you can't afford okay, it. I, was, pretty I much. Could, already told you that, but I was just curious <laughs> what, what they were going for. But it's fascinating because people will live on board and they'll stop at a port and they'll get off at the port and they'll go and buy milk and cheese and cereal and fill wow. their refrigerators and sail off to the next port. Wow. You That'd don't have nice. to stay on board. Um, you can, you know, use it for part of the year and not part of the year. Wow. But part of what they offer is, you know, your meals are included. Um, there's services on board like a doctor and a nurse and things like that. So it's pretty cool. And I think that's uh, really nice for Tom. I'm glad that he got hired somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they, they got a good executive. Yep. Honestly. So. I agree. Cool. And my second rapid fire is we're seeing a lot of discounts and a lot of codes coming out for the period of October 9th through, I'm sorry, August 9th through October 3rd of this year. Boy, they really are not... They they didn't draw the numbers with the free dining they'd hoped to draw. Yep. Wow. Yep. They had a lot of... Lot you know, of you know why? Apparently. Because the 7 for 4 deal, I think, the free dining where it's been very popular in the past, when compared to the 7 for 4 deal, it just kind of paled in comparison. And I think that just... You know, they got a lot of people here on that 7 for 4 deal as well that would have come later in the year that aren't coming now. Teresa, how busy was the park when you were there today? It wasn't very busy. It wasn't at all. very busy. Mm-hmm. We got there about nine fifteen, and it was. What time did you leave? Mm, we left about. I got home about one, so about twelve fifteen. And it was still. People were still coming in. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty steady. Wow. I actually have another rapid fire. I wanted to say that um, on July third, a thousand immigrants will gather on Main Street, the Magic Kingdom, to be sworn in as American citizens. I think Kathy, you're going to go cover that, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be there. And they'll also attend a, a premiere performance of the Hall of Presidents, too. So, so do they do this every year? Or have they, they have been. Yeah. Have been? That sounds kind of interesting. I don't know. Where do they find these thousand people? From more than 100 countries, ranging from ages 18 to 82. Wow, you knew that. Well, no, not really. <laughs> I have my computer in front of me. Oh, you know what? They didn't do it last year. No, they didn't do it last year. Oh, they year. didn't? No, because I was there the year that Bob did it. Wow, so when we, when we butchered that, that was two years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, it seemed like yesterday. Yeah, well, last year Bob wasn't well, here. Well, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. you know, time flies. You butchered I, it. I have a weird... 
current events thing to talk about. I know that it's in the news and people are probably tired of hearing about Michael Jackson and uh, the tragedy of his passing, but did you know that Bob met Michael Jackson? No, really? I did not know that. Wow. When we were first going to Japan in Epcot for uh, to eat there, uh, we found that we liked the food and Kevin's mom liked the fact that they cooked the food in front of you. He kept trying to get us to go to the Hilton, to the Benihan and the Hilton. You guys got to go, you got to go, you got to go. Well, he came back one day and said, I went to the Hilton, to Benihana, and I saw Michael Jackson. And apparently, Bob was very excited because he used the urinal right after Michael Jackson did. Wow. This was big for Bob. (laughs) Uh, Michael Jackson had a special suite at the Hilton, and he stayed there quite a bit. They didn't have a special urinal? He had to go to the public one? Cool. They did not have a gold urinal. (laughs) Isn't that sad? The whole... It's a very sad that mm-hmm. he passed away, but I thought I would tie that in. Tragic. Yeah. Tragic that he passed away. And Billy Mays, too. Billy Mays. Yeah, it was, yeah, a, bad, it was a bad week for celebrities. Yeah, yeah I mean, Farrah Farrah you had Ed McMahon, Farrah Fawcett, Michael Jackson, and it's really hard to mention Billy Mays in the same breath with the rest well, of them. I know, but, but I think of OxyClean, you know. You know, especially, especially where Michael Jackson and Billy Mays are concerned, you're talking about people who are 50 years old. That's very young. Yeah. So did it have anything to do with his flight? No, no. it didn't. Okay. He had heart, he had heart disease. disease. He had heart oh, disease. Oh, okay. And he's actually being buried back in Pittsburgh, outside of Pittsburgh, wow. where he was from. Mm. Yeah, that's where he grew up. I thought he was a lot older than that. I thought so, too, with the, with the dyed beard and hair. I thought he yeah. was trying to look younger, so I thought he was much older than that. How many times can, can we say beard this show? That's <laughs> 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 all Corey can think about now. <laughs> I'm going home and shave. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. Is that it for uh, Rapid Fire? That is. Check out the discounts code page on the the www.info.com. We'll make sure we have a uh, link to that in the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. All right, that is going to do it for uh, Rapid Fire this week. I'm all over the place today. Um. Our first segment this week. Uh, why don't we start with you, John, telling us about the? Uh, oh, he wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I got off. His, his arms actually started going up and down. Uh, tell us about the new uh, Hall of Presidents. I would be delighted to. Uh, we've been waiting several months, almost nine months now, for the <laughs> stop for the Hall well, of Presidents come, rehab. Come the email show, we have new music for you. Do you? Yeah. You have genius music. Well, we'll just have to wait in here. Almost nine months ago, they, they took the Hall of Presidents ride down for rehab. This was obviously to add the new president, but also a bunch of different changes were made to it. And so Kevin and I and his folks went over uh, for the annual Passholder preview. We met up with Kathy, and we had a chance to experience it. And I think it's really great. I'm really, really excited about the changes they made. Um, first of all, it's got a new name. It's called the Hall of Presidents, a celebration of liberty's leaders. The old Hall of Presidents was more about the history of America and the influences the presidents had in that history. This now is more centered around um, the individual presidents and the challenges they face in their presidency, which were, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm videotaping you with my new iPhone 3GS. I'm so happy. (laughs) (laughs) About the challenges that these presidents face in their presidency that contribute to making America what it is today. Um, The first change people are going to notice is that the uh, 
the waiting area or the pre-show area now has artifacts or memorabilia from actual presidents. I thought this was great. Yeah. Um, George W. Bush's boots. There was a um, belt buckle from Ronald Reagan, I believe. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of different stuff. Kathy, they have took old a, stuff? Like I'm sorry? Presidents from a long time ago, anything? As far back as the stuff that they had. I wooden mean, teeth, anything? Nothing no, really there were no wooden teeth. Yeah, George Washington's wooden teeth, yes. No. <laughs> Somebody's picnic set, but I think that was more that was in, in with the, the 1900s. That was in with the uh, First Lady dresses. Yeah. The other area of the, the pre-show that got a lot of attention was, were fresh dresses by some of the were dresses by some of the first ladies. Um, there was a dress from Edith Roosevelt, Elizabeth Monroe, and Nancy Reagan. This uh, Edith Roosevelt. Yes. Oh, first. is that was that? Oh, that was Teddy's. Wife. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. I got that on the boards too. <laughs> going, don't you know? So, um, and the only reason why I knew that is because it's on the little plaques in front of them. You know, so. So that's really cool. You go in, and there's also some more portraits of the presidents, and you walk around, and you wait for the show to begin. Oh, and the, oh did you get to the Oval Rug? No. The, from the Oval Office? Well, I thought that was always there. But, I mean, it is. Is it real? It's an actual rug right. from the Oval Office? Do we know yes. which president? Because no. each, each one does it, does their own. And are you walking on This is like the, the seal of the president. Right. The in the middle seal. of the room, there's a seal that's surrounded by a little railing. You can't really walk oh, okay. over it. Okay. I thought that was always part of it. Maybe I didn't realize it, it was. I think it, it was. It, yeah, it might have been, but I mean, it's from the Oval Office. That's really cool. So you go into the show, and the and pretty much like it was before, it's a theater, and it, and it faces a stage with curtains. And some of the differences between now and the last time is the uh, they've gone from the five-screen shot to a three-screen shot. Thank you. I, I, I'm not like, didn't it used to be five? It used to be five screens, but they're now HD. So they're really crisp, really clean. Um, some of the storyline is the same. You'll recognize some of the, the images from before. You know, they talk about colonizing and they talk about um, the American Revolution and George Washington and all that stuff. And then they get up to the Civil War and the curtains close and it almost appears as if something moves forward on the stage. But I don't really, I don't think it does. And it's Lincoln sitting in his chair. Lincoln stands up and gives the Gettysburg Address. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, I don't know if it was because it was old and run down or they've fixed Lincoln, but I could have sworn it was a real person. Yes. Really? That good? Yes. It's amazing how fluid he is. Stands up from his chair, has his piece of paper in his hand, reads a little bit. Well, they always did that, but... It it was clicky before. It was clicky before, Yeah. yeah. I was amazed. I was, too. I'm like, Wow. And there was oh, a lot man. of people like applauding for that. That was a really. Oh, good I'd probably hit. tear up on that one. Oh gosh! Lincoln gets done. He sits back down. The screens open up again. Oh, I forgot to mention the person who's narrating now is Morgan Freeman. Oh, oh, great! Ooh, it's a great voice. Good choice. Excellent voice. Very recognizable. And he does a really good job of telling the story. Lincoln sits down. Curtains up up again. And they start to talk about um, more modern presidents. And start to talk about again how they had challenges during their presidencies, um, FDR, JFK, George W. Bush, and then at that point, um, the curtains open up and it's all of the presidents are standing there. Okay, I just want everyone to know how hard I am working <laughs> at making no political comments at all here. But well, I mean, you have to take this in its entirety. In its entirety, 
that every president has an impact on our country. No, no question about it. And you know, regardless of your political beliefs at that time, this is all what this is about. So every president is standing there? Every president. Yes. And um, it also is also an idea of the celebration of our political process, right. of how we have new presidents every four or eight years. So... That's right. I, I keep forgetting that uh, it closed right after you moved here last yeah. year. I've never so you never got a chance to say it. You got to head over. You really do. I will. It sounds So all the presidents are standing there, and um, they're introduced one at a time. And in the way it was set up before, it was very, someone had, had called it very ping-pongy. There'd be one to the far left was introduced, one to the far right was introduced. Mm. They've sort of made it a little more fluid. So you didn't have to go to the left, right, left, right with your head. So it would be presidents would be near each other. It was much more fluid. So it made it a little bit easier to follow who was who. It was also a little bit faster, which I liked. Um, then George Washington speaks. And this is the first time for this show that George Washington has, has spoken. And the actor who voiced him is David Morse. And he's the guy who was in the miniseries, John Adams. John Adams, right. Now... I think that's some really great casting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I loved him in that So they've really put a lot into this. This was they not just a nine-month whitewash. This right. really, really, they put a lot of effort into this. In my opinion, they did. I think they put a tremendous effort into it. Uh, George Washington gets up, and he starts to talk about the um, sacred vow that every president takes, the oath of office, and how important it is. Then Barack Obama is introduced. He repeats his oath of office. And he gives a short Without speech. the mistake? Without the mistake. Okay. <laughs> um, and he gives a little speech that was specifically written and recorded for the show. In my opinion, it was nothing special. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, of all the speeches we've heard from him, this was just sort of... It could have been better. Could have been better. Um, then it concludes, and what do they play at the end? I forget. America what the Beautiful yeah. or something at the end. Someone's going to correct me about that. And on the screen behind <laughs> them, there's a flag raising. So it's all extremely patriotic, and people are welling up in the audience, and really? there's applause and everything. It's very cool. A um, couple of comments. For some reason, Barack Obama doesn't look like Barack Obama. Really? Mm-mm. They got the ears, but they didn't get the face. What does he look like? Are you kidding? Yeah. It's hard to explain. It's almost like all the other presidents look great. And, I mean, we know what Bill Clinton looks like, and we know what um, Nixon looks like. So you, it's not like you can say, well, they, they don't have anything to go by, or they haven't gotten it right in the past. For some reason, it's just a little off. Hmm. You'll wow. have to go and see and, and let me know what you think. They got his mannerisms. It's just the face that doesn't. Look quite right. This is the next <laughs> big part of it. This is a big mm-hmm. leap in audio animatronics. It's not the next generation. They haven't started from scratch, but they've put a lot of improvements in it, especially in his facial features, uh, facial mannerisms. And I think they did a really great job. You can really see his face and you can see the movement, but just there's something about the look of him that's just not right. Wow. So it's a little off putting. Was it like his nose, his eyes? You just don't know. You it's, can't pinpoint it's, it. It's almost like he looks like he's not real. Mm-hmm. Where you say it looks right. like he's fake. Hmm. Right. Or I said Lincoln looked like a person stood up right. and right. spoke, but not the same with Obama. No. no. Even though it doesn't look like Obama, doesn't look like a person. Correct. Wow. It almost has a, a mannequin quality to it. Yeah, it does. Well, ew. 
Yeah, because everybody, everybody, of course, was looking, and I think everybody there thought the same thing. I know the people next to me made that comment too. Now, how long? How long does the show run? I would go, I guess, twelve, fifteen minutes, yeah, start to back. Yeah. Um, that aside, this is terrific. You have to go see it. Yeah, I go. it's not a place to nap like a lot of people used to use it for. Um, it's really something to see now. It, it really holds your attention, and it just like they they freshened up the theater. the 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 movie is just like brighter, and it just you feel really inspired. If you don't feel inspired, there's something wrong with you. It's more you cohesive. It's more put together. Everything just seems to really click along. Uh, I want to make a comment. They fixed the handicap seating for this restaurant for this uh, <laughs> restaurant <laughs> for this attraction. Um, now the whole back row is for uh, people in wheelchairs and their guests, similar to the way PhilharMagic is set up. In the past, people in wheelchairs had to come in on the sides where it sloped. Oh. That was a pretty steep incline. That was a yeah. steep incline. We would actually have to put stuff under Kevin's mom's wheelchair wheels so that she didn't feel like she was going to move forward. Oh. So congratulations on whoever decided to revamp the theater for that. So, um, This is also one of the attractions that has the... Um, this the apparatus for hearing impaired people. Mm-hmm. So make sure if you have someone who needs that, ask beforehand, and they'll give you that before you step in. But wow, this I'm, is I'm excited! Really cool. Wow, I can't wait to see it. Great. Well, thank you very much for that, John. You're welcome. I'm going to move on, Kathy. While we're in the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> uh, Kathy Whirling got a chance to check out the new Wishes Dessert Party at the Magic Kingdom last week. And what did you think of it? I thought it was awesome. I've never done a dessert party anywhere else, but I thought for this um, party in Magic Kingdom, to be able to watch the fireworks and have dessert, and I didn't have to camp out an hour ahead of time to claim my spot on the street, I thought it was brilliant. The food was awesome. The The desserts were really tasty. But I, when we first got there, there seems to be some confusion when people – tried to book this and i had the same problem that the cast members were looking for times from 5 p.m on it actually starts like on a spectro night it started at nine o'clock but the cast members i guess because a lot of them i was the first one that this cast member had booked um they go in and they look from five o'clock on and then they go oh there's nothing there so if you're trying to call because i see a lot of people in the diz are doing this um if there's not time available just say you know like for nine o'clock there is walk-ups, so when we got there at like 10 to 9, because uh, we wanted to get into the area before Spectro started, they have a lineup outside. You get a, a wristband to identify yourself, so if, if you needed to go out, because there's no bathrooms in the area where the dessert party is. But they have a list of all the people who have signed up, or if there's room available, you can get it. You can buy it right there that night. But yeah, this is in the noodle good. station. It's in the noodle station. It's the lower like terrace area the lowest patio and there was some concern on the disc too about if you could see the fireworks i thought it was the perfect place that's our favorite place to watch the fireworks yeah you know i had never done that before but you are a little you know off to the right but i took pictures we have a blog up that i took pictures from the area just to show people what it was like because you actually could just sit at your table when you come in um, we were there the first night, so they were seating people. Now, I don't know if they do that every night. And we tried to get one of the front tables, and she goes, 
you know, you really don't need a front table because if you wanted to, you could go up to the railing and watch the fireworks. But there was no rush to the railing. Everybody was real nice. But if you decided to sit at your table, you could see the fireworks. You could see, like, Spectro off to the side. And, again, somebody asked, well, how much of Spectro do you see? Now, you know those little rolling creatures. I forget what they're called. Now, if viewing Spectro and you want to see all the details, then you'd need to be out on the street. But for the big floats, it was just so nice to look over, and there were the floats going by, and you could see them very clearly. And I said, you know, the fact that I didn't have to camp out an hour ahead of time. Yeah, because it gets ugly when you're waiting for Spectro and any yeah, parade. For any just, of those. Keep moving. Keep and, moving. you know, so they seat everybody, and then they, I guess like they gave the high sign or whatever, but they had this big, long table with all the desserts, and again, I have pictures up. One second. Going back to the fireworks, so if you're at a table, say you're not in the front row of tables, mm-hmm. you're in the back, that ceiling above you doesn't cut off any of the fireworks? No, because no, it's that lowest patio. We were like as far back as you could get, and you could still view. So it's only on the low patio. It's, it's not the on the very above. low. Now, maybe as they see it, it gets more popular. Maybe they'll open another area because okay. I, I, i'd imagine that that above patio area would cut off like the top half I think, of the yeah, fireworks I think if you moved to the next patio up but again like up at the railing there was hardly anybody up at the railing watching i mean i purposely walked up there just to get pictures i tried to take pictures from all the different areas because i knew somebody was going to ask me about it and they do leave the lights on while the fireworks are going on and that was a concern of some people but Trust me, when you're watching the fireworks, I didn't even really notice that the lights were on. Now, were a lot of people walking up to the railings, or were you, like, pissing off the people behind you? Sit no. down, woman. No, no. <laughs> really, even if you were, like, up at the railing, you really weren't blocking anybody. You know, it's just the way it, it was that, you know, and nobody said, like, sit down. Cool. You know. well, one of the things, too, is you're looking up in the air. You're not looking straight out. So if someone does stand in front of you, you can still see up above yeah. them and to the right, to the castle. Where did they set up the desserts? It was like right in the middle of the area. Wow. And we were concerned because the night that we went, it was like one of those really hot nights, you know, that it was still like 80 degrees at 9 o'clock. Like, how were they going to do this? What were their food choices going to be? Because now it's a hot summer night. What were they going to do? So we were pleasantly surprised to see that they had... Um, like chocolate-covered strawberries and, you know, other chocolate things. But what they do is they just bring out, like, smaller plates, and they just kept replenishing it. So you don't have to worry about your, you know, chocolate melting. But they had – you'd have to look at the pictures. They had every kind of dessert you could think of. They had these melon shooters in little glasses. They had chocolate chip cookies. They had the strawberries. They had uh, creme brulee in little cups, and just the way they served it all. And, you know, you, you just felt like you were getting a lot more for your money. The pictures are beautiful mm-hmm. you of know, the food that was put out. It was seventeen ninety nine for an adult. That is really That's reasonable. And It'll go up. You know. Yeah. Especially like the strawberries. We were saying a chocolate-covered strawberry in the confectionery is $3. Yeah. So if you ate a couple strawberries, three, four strawberries – you're pretty much getting your money back yeah. just in desserts. How many people were there? Uh, I think maybe 60, 70 people. It was, That's not bad. Yeah. There was like the area off to the side a little bit. People weren't sitting over there. But 
in our area all the tables and they had a table like for kids to color with some coloring sheets and some crayons so you know to kill some time until the fireworks but i mean the food and then they had people coming around quite regularly um bussing the tables but you also could get like coffee or tea they had a station for that lemonade water the only thing they they didn't they weren't on top of at the very beginning was napkins for everybody like they hadn't thought of that they had thought of all the food and then everybody's there like do you have any napkins and they're like oh and that was sort of like it took them a while to get but the that napkins. was the first night right, right. that so was the first night you can get but i mean one. they had oh and then um we just happened to ask like if you're allergic to things because somebody had mentioned that on the disc boards and like any other disney restaurant if you call like ahead of time they can arrange to have something there for you to eat if you're allergic to peanut butter right. or whatever but i mean they had fresh fruits so they had a little bit of everything so even if you were allergic to food but it was just so nice to be sitting there and like you know drinking your coffee and having your desserts and then watching the fireworks and you know the, the fireworks like i said are a little bit off to the right but it didn't hurt your fireworks and if this was the first time you had ever been to disney to see wishes you would have thought you had an awesome view and i mean i've been there how many times and i thought i had a pretty good view i always thought that the the wishes fireworks cruise was a unique way to see the fireworks but this you know for the price and what you get this is great oh and tinkerbell flies when she flies from the castle she lands on the roof right above where you're at so you get a really up close tinkerbell shot and that has to be worth something yeah (laughs) (laughs) Really? <laughs> <laughs> it'll look a horror ah, she's coming in <laughs> yeah you, you got to see details of her that oh, i wow. have never seen that's pretty cool yeah tinkerbell is very animated when she comes down she's moving her arms and legs and her wings move so that people from far away can see her and when you see her coming at you like that it's almost like she's falling mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like ah it's funny <laughs> that poor woman that poor woman someone catch her um <laughs> Our agents have been booking this a lot for our clients, Dreams Unlimited Travel clients, and they're saying that they're filling up uh, with a lot of cast members. As they call up, they're saying cast members are booking this. So, wow, they see the value in it, and they think it's seventeen ninety nine. That's a great price, and they do keep the because people ask about this too. They do keep the food out all through the fireworks show. Now we left right as the fireworks ended and didn't hang around to see how long afterwards but the food's out the whole time so it's not like they just put it out once and you take your plate and it's the never-ending dessert bar so you could go back as many times as you wanted that's cool yeah i'm gonna try this out all right so we've got um two new things to magic kingdom now uh, the hall of presidents and wishes dessert party both getting thumbs up so let's talk about the pirate league (laughs) just opened up and i know kathy and Teresa, you both went over Mm-hmm. to check this out. Yeah. And uh, is this a third thumbs up? Oh, most definitely. definitely. Really? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, boy, we have a show. We're not complaining about anything. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Kathy, sure Kathy had gone on Monday. Did you not listen to the news? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was Mears. That wasn't Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was there on Monday, and it was quite packed. But, it, again, the attention to detail yeah, just in this me. is just like mind-boggling. And where is this? Where well, is it located? It's at the Pirates of, Pirates of the Caribbean. And when I come around, I've been past there a thousand times mm-hmm. in the last year, 
And when I come around that corner, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, I hope I can find it. And then there's like this giant sign, Pirate League, and little, you know, woman standing out front pointing you to where to check in. And I'm thinking, what was here before? Well, I found out it had been a storage room. That. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the little pirate women told me it was a storage room. But you go in, and they're in character the minute you walk in. Oh, even to get in the place, like when we did it the other day, I don't know if they did it for you today, but you have to tell them the secret password yeah. to get in. And Visa. Lo- yeah. <laughs> no, it's R. So it was funny because the little boy that we were with, he wasn't sure what it was, and all of the grown-ups were there. Arr. Now, so did they tell you that before? Because when we first walked in, um, the little pirate behind the counter lit- bent down and told Stella the password, whispered oh, in her ear. Oh, no, they didn't do that on Monday. And when we went to walk in, she just held her little finger up and bent it, and I heard her, saw her lips moving. I didn't hear her say anything. And, he, <laughs> and they moved aside and let her in. So. Oh, the poor little mute child. <laughs> Both Stella and Connor were just so subdued. Like, yeah. outside they were very animated, and they went in, and they both got very subdued. Well, the whole process of, you know, first you get, uh, they take you back, and they set you down in this big crate because pirates don't have benches. We have crates. You know, that's what the woman told me. And then they'd send you into the powder room, and her little outfit was waiting, kind of like the princess mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, you know, she gets her little pirate outfit on, which kind of looked like a, to me, kind of like a maid's costume, like a little French maid turned pirate. But she gets that on, then we come back out, and then they send you to another place where you spin the, um, were you there when they did that? The what do you yeah, call I it? did the other day where, they, the where you get your pirate name. You get your pirate name. So you spin a wheel to get your pirate name? Yeah, it's like a, a captain's wheel. Like on a now, it's a, I think it's also very important to uh, point out that this is also obviously for boys. Oh, yeah. This is finally. It's finally, also for adults, too. When I was there the other day, there was some women oh, yeah. like my age in there getting. Then why didn't you get done up? I saw a guy went in. I was there as the investigative reporter. When but I how, got, to investigate, you must experience. When I got there this morning, there was a guy in the first chair, and I thought he was sitting there and they were putting eye makeup on him. And he had the the thing like in the movie where his eyeballs looked like they were open, but they were closed. Oh, yeah, where Jack Sparrow closes his eyes. Yeah, and looks like okay, th- this guy was laying That's there cool. like that, and he was like a 60-year-old man laying there. So they did that to his eyelids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I oh thought my. he had, I thought, man, that guy's got big blue eyes. And then I realized, ooh, his <laughs> eyes are shut. <laughs> it kind of creeped me out. And Stella's like, oh, God, are they going to do that to me? But then they walk us back. You know, he got her costume. Then they come out and spin the the wheel. And the little treasure chest moves. And they ask you what month you're born. And that somehow determines what your name will be. They look at this giant, look like an old book of names. And they go to the month of March and... Stella, your name for now will be Anne Keelkind. And it was just real bizarre. <laughs> and they gave her this little tag, and then they take you back and put you in the chair. Let me see that. It's real cool. She got a big certificate with her pirate name on it. Apparently. And be sure Anne, when Anne you go. Ke- it's Anne Keelkid. Keelkid. Oh, I'm sorry. I got it wrong. Keelkid. And when you're standing there, when you get your pirate name, be sure you look at the map behind there because. There was somebody came up and said, "Well, what island am I from?" And they went, "Oh, Gilligan's Island." And up on the map is on the map. Yeah. They have Gilligan's Island up on the map. The whole package is, is designed awesome. Now, did you? Yeah, it's really nice. You showed us the certificate she received with her name on it, signed mm-hmm. by Jack Sparrow. Was that part of the price, or did you pay extra for? No, that? it's all all price. There were mm-hmm. several packages. I went in and I was going to get the forty nine ninety five, which is just one picture, the certificate, um, makeup, head up the scarf the patch and when we went to check in um the gentleman asked me if we wanted to 
up, well, he didn't say upgrade, but he said something along the effect, you know, do you want to... Walk the plank. Yeah, walk the plank. <laughs> and uh, then they pulled out this giant picture and held it up for Stella. And she's like, her face lit up like, you told me I wasn't going to get a costume? I said, okay, you're getting one now. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew they were going to take her picture and I didn't want, you know. And what was the price with the costume? Um, 99 something. Oh, there, there was a, and She got the Empress. There was a higher one that was like 120 something. That's the one that Connor got when we went over the other And day. what did he get with that? He got the Captain Jack outfit okay. and then he had like scars on his face and he got three pictures and he got like the medallion mm-hmm. that stella got but they just a few extra things the bandana not a whole lot more i think it was more the pictures max the, has max when he gets back from his I little know, vacation I, has to go over that's and do what this. i told him this morning when i got back i said you gotta go do this pirate do they thing. have big boy sizes they do be a pirate john I how be big a pirate. how big yeah, I'm pretty but sure a three when, X is when on When we it. got in and... <laughs> <laughs> Your pirate name is Big Fat Pig. <laughs> but they made her all... <laughs> they made them all up, and um, the whole time, the interaction... Oh, we, the cast members. We could, were there. you standing there when on Monday? Were you listening to what they were saying? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't... We, I kind of let Stella be on her own, because she wasn't really talking. You know, you saw her sitting there quiet and... Then she started talking to the guy, and coming home, she said, he told me he had been locked in a room. And I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> he said he had been locked in a room, and his dog got the key and let him out. I'm like, okay. That's from a scene. From the, the scene of Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, she didn't know that. She's never seen the movie. But in the ride, has you been on the ride? Well, yeah. When the dog's, like, sitting there with the keys. Right. right. Do you remember Pirates of the Caribbean when uh, the whole family could dress up like a pirate, and they would take, take your family photo over there? No. Yeah. Really? Oh, I don't that's remember cool. that. I do have a photo. I'll have to put it up <laughs> so y'all can see it. Okay. And they were saying, <laughs> how, how old were you? Oh, 30. Really? <laughs> 25. God, this was ma- maybe in uh, 91. Okay, so. that was before my time. Yeah. So you what, seven? <laughs> so you're 14, maybe? Really? 13? Oh, yeah. I got to say that. That's right, you were born in cool. 77. Oh, my God. You know what? This is going to be very popular during. The pirate parties. Well, oh, yeah. If they ever oh, bring yeah. them back. If they ever bring them back, yeah, exactly. yeah I was going to say. Which I asked about today, and she said they they will eventually with this. This is going to bring that back. can imagine them not bringing it back. They were big money makers for them. But the whole interaction, That's you know, really the talking, cool. and they never left character. No. The and whole time. I was taking pictures, and I had the flash go off, and everybody's there like, what is that box that contains lightning? Are you a witch doctor? And are you a good witch doctor? And have you ever tried to explain your camera in like pirate talk? You know, and they're asking me all these questions. And finally I went, oh, that's my secret as a witch doctor. You it know? was bizarre. I mean, it was just. You see, I get annoyed with that like after about three minutes. I'd be but like, each okay, one, knock it off. Each one that came along had it like a different little story that you're yeah. there like just when it started to get old it was like somebody else stepped okay, up the, and o- the only part that it really bugged me was when i went to pay and i handed her my debit card yeah and she looked at it like i came from mars what is this piece of hard you know like what the crap just take my money <laughs> yeah really take my money. and then she said would you like a satchel i'm like yeah, at that point, you're yeah, wrong, give me right? a plastic yeah. bag. Well, you know what? I, <laughs> give I me thought, a plastic bag. <laughs> I thought part of that was because the picture wasn't ready yet. Oh, The picture yeah. comes out from underneath the desk. Okay. So they were... Cause and it, yeah. they were stalling for time. I if your picture had come out, I bet you they wouldn't have done that. Because they went a little bit too far with the plastic. And yeah. then when she asked for something with a signature on it, or my mark, and I'm like... Yeah, cause oh, some oh, I want pe- my driver's license. Okay. Yeah. Some people aren't going to oh, get right. that. But when they take you, when they're all done making you up, 
and then they take you. What is the room called? The wasn't it just the secret room? The secret room, and they walk you over there and they tell you, you know, three rules. And I don't remember any of them. I don't. Yeah, they. <laughs> when we did it the other day, they just said, "No, you have to. You have to scurry." So we all had to practice. So we scurrying. didn't get the scurry in today. We got the three rules. Rule one: Don't take any pictures. Rule two: Don't steal anything. Maybe. Yeah. Take any. And there is no rule three. Yeah. So anyway, they opened the door just a little bit, which you didn't even see the door was there before. It just looked like a piece of the wall. Mm-hmm. Open it just enough for you to get yourself in, and it's like a treasure room with all the. Booty. Because they don't want the other patrons to see right. what's in right. room. Yeah. And they warn you not to take pictures. I mean, really warn you. Okay, so they take us into the little room, and which they open the door just enough for us to squeeze through. It's like a treasure room mm-hmm. with a big globe in the middle. That's where they took her picture. And they make the, the landlubbers go over in the corner. And you're right. warned again not to take any pictures in there. Yeah, don't take any pictures. And we could only get in because we had the oath. I forgot she took the oath, the, the pirate, pirate oath. oath. They administered that to her before we went into the little room. And they gave her her sword. And um, we get in there, and then they take her pictures. And then they said, she went up and was telling her something about, um, look for the sword sticking out of the bookcase or something. Yeah, that must be the like the extended package. Like if you don't, like the people who pay more get to go get the oh, Okay, because she went right medallion. over the books and went, okay, there's the sword sticking yeah. out of the books. And you pull that, and the books open up, and there's a treasure chest. And then they had her open that. And laying inside the treasure chest is one little, like, gold medallion, doubloon or whatever you want to call it, wow. on a chain. Talk and about it. It sounds very elaborate. It was. Oh, and it they is. said, Jack Sparrow left that here for you last year, whatever they wanted to say. And, and Stella was like, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> and this is $100? This was 100 bucks. Wow. Yeah. And then they took us oh, on another the, tour. That was before the dress. No, that was no, including. No, that's with the dress. That was with the dress. It was forty nine ninety five just for the makeup, the scarf, and the eye patch, and the bejewelment, and her black fingernails, and and then when I got there, they said for forty nine dollars you can add the outfit, and I said let's go for it. Let's yeah, wow, that's a great and it's a nice little outfit because it's like when you do the uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, it was like two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. To with, with the outfit, and it was nowhere knit. I mean, this just went on. This was more elaborate. Really. And oh, and every time they didn't do it with Stella, though. No, they didn't. They didn't. That the whole screamy thing they were doing. Yeah, we have a new pirate, and everybody in the room like screamed Start and screaming. clapped. And, yeah. yeah, but Stella, I guess maybe because she was a, I don't know, she was the only girl at the time. Yeah. And the guy making her up, it was his first little empress. He was doing, and he didn't know what to do with her hair, so he called someone else into. They braided her hair on the sides and pulled it around, and. So for boys, they have different things you can do, not just. And they I have like they have like six different face things that they can do, makeup that they can do, and then they have the different costumes. And then did Stella get a tattoo? She got a tattoo. That was yeah. the last thing to do that made you a pirate. The yeah, they, they give you the kids all get a tattoo. And I, when we were there the other day, this kid wanted it on his leg, and he's like, "No, no, it can has to be on one of your hands." And they give you a little bag, a pretty. You get to choose black or pink. Everything she chose was pink. And it has a little pirate on the side, and inside that goes your nail polish and your lip gloss, your eye patch, your earring, which she declined to wear. Oh, and she got a hat, too. It's not in the picture. She got a little pirate hat. But Wow. I mean, it was... 
Yeah, I mean it was it was just pretty the, awesome. The detail, and I said like when they they put the you know the cape that they put mm-hmm. around you, like when you're doing your makeup. The story with that is is like this is one of um, like Blackbeard's flags, and the emblem has come off, so you're being swaddled in the flag, and they just they just go on and on with the pirate stuff. I mean these cast members must have had to study yeah. for weeks, as good as they all are with the pirate stuff, and the way they never broke character mm-hmm. just. They took it right to the end. Even when we stepped out, one followed us out mm-hmm. that he, that didn't get to see her at the end. Followed us out into the street to tell her how good she looked. And, and wel- welcomed her to, for being a pirate, right. being one of them. How long was the whole experience for her? It was less than an hour. Now, when we did it the other day, it was an hour and 20 minutes. We got started... Our appointment was at 10. We got there quarter till, and they started it right there. Okay, then. well, then maybe it is about an so hour. So it's 20. about an hour. And they yeah. have like a... When, at every station, they have like a little um, hourglass with the sand, and that's how they time how much time they take on each one. So there's a whole story. I didn't see him doing it today, but the other day they were making a big deal of how many you know grains of mm-hmm. sand were still in the hourglass. Mm. The biggest thing that, that she's still telling when I left the house was, you see the sparkling stuff on my cheeks? I said, yeah. She was telling Dan, yeah, it's pretty glitter. It's not glitter. Crushed diamonds. They crushed him before I got. There. <laughs> oh wow! She like, did this today, and you didn't bring her. I, I was gonna, but she was so tired. She was. And when Connor did it, he got like a scar on his face, and then they gave him like a beard, and like on a seven-year-old kid, like how realistic beard, would, it, yeah. would a beard look? Yeah. But just the way they put it on, it really it looked, looked real. you know. And they gave him like a black eye, you know. He like had a hormone eye. imbalance. Yeah, <laughs> if they just, you know, you'll see the pictures. We'll have the pictures up on the website, but. The, the attention to detail again that they took on this. We do need to take Max over. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. Max the intern. Max the intern has got to go. Because All right. So we have, uh, we, we, we have three, three mm-hmm. great new things at the Magic Kingdom you should check out on your next visit. Uh, the Hall of Presidents, the Wishes Dessert Party, and the Pirates League. All three things getting rave reviews from, yep. our, from our team, which is nice every once in a mm-hmm. while to have Nothing <laughs> negative to say. <laughs> uh, that's because we didn't have our restaurant review today. Oh, really? Okay, yeah, we'll save that for next week then. <laughs> All right, well, that is going to do it for our show this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.